0: I am your host, Kevin Ayo, and I want to pick up right where we left off last week. I want to get right into it. I want to see if we can get through this episode a little quicker than last week. And I'm really not so concerned about the time as much as it is. I just want to make sure that you guys are getting the maximum amount of value from these episodes because even though you can really like 100 exit by going in the academy, and I recommend you do. I've always suggested that. I've always kind of said to you guys, like when you're ready, just Go to the website and enroll in the academy and you can take everything you're learning here in the podcast and you can take it not just to the next level, but to the next 10 levels. Like you can really take it to your life, apply it to your life and change, transform, transmute, like just take your, evolve, like take your life to probably a place that you've never really thought about before because because you may never have known what is available to you before. So it really is a lot about, enrolling in the academy. But if you're not ready, I just want to make sure these podcast episodes, you're getting some knowledge, like you're really understanding what it is I'm putting down. So I know this content is heavy. I know it's vast. I know it's maybe a little complex, but I try to deliver it in a way that's understandable and Efficient <laughs> that I could get it done in a half an hour or so. So I do want to get right into it, guys. But first, let's do a very quick recap of last week because this is part two of the part that started last week. Last week we were talking about awareness, you know, love and freedom, and what it has to do with awareness. This week we're going to talk about love and freedom in relationships. So a very quick recap of awareness is that there are two paths, right? There's the alpha path and the beta path. These are the two options. Neither is right or wrong. Neither is better or worse. I don't want you to think that one is better, one is worse, that you, everybody should be on the alpha path. The alpha path is a spiritual path. Some people say, no, I don't want that. I would rather be on the worldly path. It doesn't make it right or wrong either. But that spiritual path is this path of inner work. It's the path of introspection, of letting go, of staying present. The beta path is the worldly path. It's the path of control, of competition, of achievement, of status. The alpha path is managing the inner world. It's paying attention to the thoughts, the feelings, you know, all the invisible energy. The beta path is managing the outer world. It's trying to control the circumstances control things in life that most of the time we just don't have control over, which is why it can be really, really futile and frustrating to live the beta path. And But what I have found is that by following the alpha path, you will fulfill the desires of the beta path. Whereas by following the beta path, you'll typically lead into frustration and doubt because control is an illusion. It just is brothers. Like you cannot control the weather. We can have influence on the weather with our minds, right? With the energy of our experience of our of a witness, but you as a single being, like it's a collective thing. We as humans are affecting it, but you as one person, like, no, of course, like we don't control that. If it's raining, brother, it's raining, <laughs> we as humans are collectively controlling the traffic, but you as one person is not going to be able to control the traffic. So there's so many things out of our control. Control is an illusion. So the beta path can be very frustrating. So we have these two paths. That's number one. Number two, if you choose the alpha path, then your focus is in the realm of energy. This is the spiritual, right? This is the invisible. This is the energy that is moving around me, you all the time. What am I? As the alpha witness, what am I noticing in various forms of energy? What am I noticing in the mental energy, in the emotional energy, and in the physical energy? That's number two. Number three, the force of witnessing or noticing is the alpha. Okay, that's the self, that's the soul. If you want to know what is the soul, who am I? That is the force. It is a pure awareness. That is what you are. That is what I am. Pure awareness. We are not the body. We are aware of the body. We are not the thoughts. We are aware of the thoughts. We are not the feelings. We are aware of the feelings. We are awareness, brothers. We are the awareness of all the energy in the universe, mental, vibrational, and physical. That's number three. Number four, energetically, there is a contrast. There's a duality, and that is between love and freedom. This is a polarity, an energetic polarity. When we are focusing our awareness on something, we're loving it. We take our self, the soul, which is awareness, and we're aiming it at something. You know, I used to be a competitive shooter. I think I told you guys that. It's like looking through the sight picture. When you look through the sight picture of your awareness, you're focusing on something. That's loving it. When we're giving our attention to something, we're loving it. That's what we are. We are love. Okay, we are love. I say we are pure awareness, but what is awareness? Awareness is love. Because when we put our awareness on something, we are giving our to that thing. We are putting our awareness on it. The awareness of what we are is on that thing. The self is awareness. The self is love. We are loving that thing because we are giving our awareness to it. We are giving the self to it, and therefore we are love. Oppositely, when we remove our awareness from something, we are setting it free. Neither of these states is better or worse. Freedom or love. It is simply a matter of awareness my awareness is on something, I'm loving it. If it's off something, it's free. It's free of my love of it. Now, number five, there's only seven. (laughs) So we're getting there, brothers, where I've almost completed the recap. Number five, whatever is loved is attracted, okay? Whatever you put your awareness on, you will get more of. If it is a thought, you will give it more power and you will make it a belief. If I have a thought that I'm giving my awareness to, if I'm ruminating on thought energy, I'm giving it power and I will turn it into a belief. Over time, it will become something that distorts my view of reality, right? Now, if it's a feeling, I will give it power and I will make it an indulgent emotion. I'll give it, you know, I'll make it something that I'm feeling over and over. I'll attract more of it to me. So if it's a feeling that I'm giving my attention to or that I'm trying to avoid, which is also giving my attention to, know that brothers, know that if you are avoiding an emotion, you are giving it your attention because the attention of avoidance is attention. I have to give a person my attention in order to intentionally avoid them. (laughs) Does that make sense? If they didn't have my attention, then I wouldn't be intentionally avoiding them. And, And emotions are the same. So anytime you give your attention to a feeling, you're giving it power, making it stronger. You're going to bring it back. It's coming back, right? You'll always get more of what your attention to. You always get more of what you love. So this is your way of asking something from the universe by paying attention to it. If you want something from the universe, if you want to manifest something, if you want to experience something, the way we ask for something from God, (laughs) the way we ask for something from the universe is by putting our attention on it because that is what we are. We are awareness. We are love. And by doing that, we attract it. That's number five. Number six, love and freedom energetically are not emotions. They are not feelings. They are polarities that only have to do with the force of attraction and the power of awareness and focus. That's number six. That was pretty quick. Number seven, this is the last one. Number seven, while this is the process of manifestation, it is also the gateway of letting go. And I want you to know this, brothers, because so many of you, I think, are focused on the worldly path of manifesting. You've come to the academy. Maybe you think you're getting into a spiritual path, but a lot of you are just looking for a quick way to the worldly path. And I don't teach the dark side, okay? I just don't teach the dark side. I don't teach the quick and easy way, which is through the alpha path, but not by getting worldly desire, Because you can use the spiritual path to achieve worldly desire, and that's the dark side. And people do it, and I know it's possible, and I'm not trying to nerd out on you guys, but I want you guys to know that, yes, this is the process of manifestation. Putting your attention on something is the way that you can create anything you want to experience in the world, but more importantly than that, it is the gateway of letting go. This is why the alpha path satisfies the desires of the beta condition. Because once you know that you can experience anything you want, once you know that you can manifest anything you want, everything is just an experience of energy, then you are free from engaging with the energy that draws you away from your alpha state. And this allows you to develop a deep level of groundedness, serenity, and peace. From this position, you can focus your awareness on the other and this becomes service. Okay, now let's talk about how this shows up specifically in relationships with money, with people, and with the self. I mean, really, when it comes to relationships, brothers, I'm going to give you some examples as well. (laughs) I'm going to give you guys a lot of examples, actually. This is the example episode. But let's start with relationships, because remember, here's the premise. Here's what you really need to always know, is that this is just a function, a binary function of awareness, You are love. You are awareness. And whatever you choose to consciously draw your awareness to, you are loving and attracting. Whatever you let go of, whatever you release your awareness from, you are setting free and you are letting go. So love in relationships, when you're in a relationship with anything, whether it's money, whether it's a person, whether it's a thing, like your job, right? an animal, yourself. And again, self is, I mean, the beta self, not the alpha self, because awareness of awareness is love. And that's where it's turned outward. But I mean, the relationship you have with your mind, right? With the energy of self, (laughs) not with the true self, but with the energy, the energy of mental energy, of vibrational energy. Love in those relationships is awareness and attention. So when I put my awareness and attention on money, I'm loving money. Now you can say that I'm putting my awareness and attention on money and I'm telling myself a story that money's hard or that money's evil or that only greedy people have money, right? That bad people have money or that money's evil, then yeah, okay, I'm loving money because I'm putting my attention on it. But it's the content of the story, it's the content of the energy that gets the love, The universe will respond to the content. It responds to what you ask it for. So if you're saying money is hard and you're putting your attention on that story, that is the content of what you will experience, that money will be hard because you're telling the universe, you're basically telling the universe through your love of attention that you want to experience money being hard. You're asking for that. So it's not like you thinking about money just means you're loving money, you're going to attract a bunch of money to you. You're attracting the energy of the content of the story or of the vibration or of the thing. If it's a mental energy, then you're attracting the content of the story. If it's a vibrational energy, then you're attracting the feeling. If money makes you feel icky, like if money makes you feel like, oh, like I just feel gross, like I feel sad or I feel bad or I feel unworthy, then Again, you loving money, you're not going to attract money. You're going to attract that feeling (laughs) because that's what you're loving. That's what you're putting your attention on. And that's so important for you to know. Now, freedom in relationships is the opposite, right? Freedom in relationships is letting go. Freedom in relationships is trusting, trusting and letting go. It's saying it's okay. A relationship with money, I can say I I can take my mind off of money. I cannot think about money and it's okay. I trust that when I do think about money, I'll attract it. That it will still be there. That I can let go of that energy. I can let go of this mental ruminating energy and trust that I don't have to worry. With The moment I choose to put my awareness back onto it, that I will I'll begin to attract it again. Because so many of us are afraid of letting go. We're afraid of not thinking about something or letting something go because – We're worried that we'll never experience it, that it will be gone from us. That's, you know, we fear loss. That's what loss is. (laughs) Okay, brothers, loss is, is freedom, essentially. It's letting go of energy. And both are required. Love and freedom are both required in relationships. Awareness and attention is required. Letting go and trusting is required. These are both required. That's why it's not an either or. We don't want love or freedom in relationships. We want love and freedom in relationships. Because love only... Attachment to love or only love in relationship becomes possession, ownership, and jealousy, right? I'm not talking about love as a feeling. I'm talking about over-attention. I'm talking about over-awareness to be putting too much attention, over-attention on a thought, on a person, on a thing. It's, it's not being able to let go. It's not being able to allow freedom to enter the picture. And when you don't allow freedom to enter the picture, then you are now talking about possessiveness, it's mine. I can't let go of it. I own it. Ownership, right? It's mine. Jealousy, right? Jealousy is a feeling that comes from these types of over, over loving. Not over loving as an emotion. <laughs> I want to keep repeating that. I'm not talking about love because you can never over love someone as an emotion. You can always love somebody no matter what. I'm talking about over attention, not being able to remove your attention from them, not being able to give them a person or a thing, the freedom of your awareness. And an attachment to freedom, if you give something too much freedom, then it becomes indifference, aloofness, or emotional unavailability. And that's in a relationship. Because understand, brother, like there are so many humans that are free of my energy. And I say my energy, that are free of my awareness. They being energy, right? Like their energy. I'm not thinking of some guy who lives in, you know, Turkey, Istanbul, Turkey, right now, who's probably at this time of day, maybe going to sleep or resting soundly in his bed. You know, I'm not thinking about him. I'm not thinking about him. I'm not having any feelings about him. I certainly don't see him or, you know, smell him or anything like that. There's no physicality in terms of form. So there's no energy coming from that being that I am loving, right? I'm not attracting any of it. It's totally free. So with that indifference, aloofness, emotionally and ability, I'm talking more about relationships. I'm talking about if you're in a relationship with someone or something and you're giving that thing excessive freedom, like you have an imbalance of freedom in that relationship, then it will show up as indifference, right? It'll show up as aloofness. It'll show up as emotional inability because it's all about balance, brothers. It's about walking the razor's edge, right? You got to find that perfect pull-push tension of balance between love and freedom that's so perfect, it won't break even a spider's web, right? Now, I want to give you guys a couple of... uh, Examples, (laughs) of course. One of them has to do with the dating industry, because I want you guys to know that what I'm telling you is not something that's weird or wild. Or I'm actually telling you the same thing that a lot of worldly coaches are telling you. I'm just doing it from a spiritual perspective, from an energetic perspective, and from a way that will help you go inward rather than pay so much attention outward, because really what I'm talking about is you may have heard of this in dating or in relationships. Have you ever heard of something called the shit test, right? Like where you may be going and dating a girl, talking to a girl. Maybe it's even the first time you've ever talked to a woman. You approach her, you talk to her, and there's this idea (laughs) that she will shit test you. Have you heard of this? Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. I don't know. It's talked about in dating. It's talked about in pickup, dating coaches, relationship coaches, and so on. But really what it is is it's exactly this. She's looking to test your awareness. She's looking to test your attention. She wants to see how well you can maintain love. How well can you maintain your focus of attention? Or how quickly, how easily will you be distracted? How well can you be knocked off your seat of the alpha? How quickly, how easily can you chase other energy, right? Chase this other energy of thought, chase this other thought energy. How can you Stay in a loving presence versus loving this other thing. I use it as what I call it the bee analogy. I don't think I've ever used it on the podcast before. If you're you're in the academy, you've heard me talk about the bee analogy before. And it's so wild when bees show up, right? So wild when bees show up. I'm not afraid of bees. I got to tell you, brothers, I'm not afraid of bees. I've been stung many, 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 many times. I think maybe a dozen times in my life. And maybe that's not many times. You know, being 43 years old, I'd say probably yeah, once every four years maybe I get stung. I don't know. It seems like it's not that often, but maybe it is. I don't know. But I'm just not afraid of bees. I just don't care. A bee comes around. It's I'm not distracted by it when I'm having a meal with somebody. I'm sitting across from them. Doesn't matter who it is could be family member, friend, could be a girlfriend, doesn't matter. I'm sitting across and a bee shows up. It doesn't get my attention. I don't even break my sentence. You know, I'm talking, I'm having a conversation. Maybe I'm listening to what the other person's saying. Maybe I'm enjoying my meal. A bee shows up. I don't even notice the thing. I mean, I notice the thing, but I don't react to it. And now the reason why I use the bee analogy, and I could use anything as an analogy, right? A loud sound or you know, some other type of distraction that people get distracted, like a, like maybe the ping of a text message or the ring of a phone, because people get distracted. You know, two people having a conversation, giving each other attention, right? Focusing on each other, giving each other the love, right? That's love, that's attraction, it's attention. You're, you're loving that person because your awareness, your soul is giving them attention. And again, in relationships, that's so important, to give the person attention. (laughs) That's why I'll talk about quality time versus quantity time in a moment. But it can be distracted. It can be so distracted. That's really what a shit test did. It's a bee analogy where, look, like I've seen people where the bee will be, you know, they'll be flying around me and that person will be distracted. I won't break my sentence. I won't break a sweat. Like I'm still talking. Nothing's changed. Nothing, everything's normal. And they'll be like, oh my gosh, there's a bee. There's a bee. Like we gotta get out of here. We gotta, they start freaking out, right? Gotta get this bee out of here. Or they're in the middle of a talk and all of a sudden a bee starts swarming and they just jump out of their seat. They run around. They start swatting at it. They get all freaked out that it's going to get stung. And and that's kind of what the shit test is. At least that's the way I see the shit test is it's basically like she notices a bee. There's a bee swarming around you and she wants to see if your attention is going to be drawn off of her. It's going to be drawn off of the conversation, off of presence. And if your awareness is going to be drawn onto the bee instead, it's going to be drawn onto this harmless little insect that really, yeah, might sting you. I mean, maybe, but probably not. And even if it did sting you, so what? Most people I know that are afraid of bees, like don't even have allergic reactions to them. Like they're fine. It's just a little bit of pain that lasts uh, a couple minutes, right? Most people don't have allergic reactions. And the people that do have allergic reactions, they have EpiPens. So even with that, like they're still safe, they're still okay. So there's really no danger, but people are so freaked out. And that brothers, to me is the bee analogy, it is the shit test where, you know, the woman, she's basically saying, okay, I've got this guy here, this guy, he seems to be engaged. He seems to be grounded. He seems to be entertaining, exciting, right? Let me see what will happen if I draw his attention to that bee that's swarming around his head, right? So she pulls a shit test. She says something, she does something that draws your attention. Now, other coaches like, you know, dating coaches, They may tell you to do this or do that. They may say, give you some sort of logistical advice. But you know, for me, brother, as a spiritual coach, I just tell you to stay focused, stay grounded. It's just a B. Okay, there's a B. So what? Right? And that's kind of the thing. The shit test is just a so what? She just throws something out there. It's just energy. What what are you going to do? Are you going to chase that energy? Are you going to lose that focus? Are you going to lose that love and set her free, essentially set that being free, that physical being free and pay attention to this other thought energy because that's the shit test. The shit test is a thought energy, right? She tries to throw you off. And it's, I don't know if it's happening consciously. Maybe it is on her end, but it doesn't matter because now you're no longer paying attention to her physical energy, the presence of who she is. Now you're up in your mind. And I'll give you an example, personal story. This would happen many years ago when I was living in Oregon. I was living in Portland and I had a gym and I took this girl out. I just met her. She'd come into the gym. She was really cool. We decided to take her out and I was driving a motorcycle at the time and I'm driving a motorcycle. I picked her up. We were going out on a date and it was after the date. So we we're actually going from the date to another place. And I took my hand off the handlebars and I put it on her leg, you know, because you can imagine like driving a motorcycle, you reach back, you kind of stroke the leg a little bit. And she took my hand and she removed it from her leg and she put it back on the handlebars, right? Now, here's the thing, and stay with me, brother, stay with me on this because that was an inherently unsafe thing to do, right? Like I'm now driving a motorcycle with one hand. And if you've never driven a motorcycle with one hand, just know that a lot of things are operated with the hands, right? Like the throttle, the brake, the clutch, like a lot of things are operated with the hands. So it's an inherently unsafe thing to do. And in that moment, I am in presence, like I'm in flow, everything's good, everything's great. But then there's that move, right? Then there's that shit test. And it wasn't even really, maybe it wasn't a shit test. Maybe she just wanted me to be safe. Maybe she didn't want my hand there. Maybe who knows what she wanted. It doesn't really matter. This was years ago. But in that moment, what happened for me was, I got blocked up. I got blocked up with mental energy. I've basically failed the shit test. I basically started following the B because in that moment, when she put my hand back on the handlebars, I started thinking I was no longer present. I was in my mind wondering, oh my gosh, why did she move my hand? Is she thinking I'm not being safe? Does she think I'm not a good driver? Does she not want me touching her? Are we not making a good connection? Is it something about me? Is there something wrong? So all now of that mental energy is basically the B right? That's the shit test. That's the B. I'm no longer present with her. I'm chasing all of this worry and doubt and all this other stuff. And it'd be like having a conversation at a restaurant where rather than engaging in her, engaging in the person there and and having the conversation, a bee shows up and I like stand up and jump around and look like a fool in the restaurant because I'm so afraid of the bee. The bee has all my attention. Well, in this case, my mind had all my attention. That's the shit test, brothers. And when your mind has all your attention, you're no longer present. She knows it. She sees that you get knocked out of your seat of groundedness. And she recognizes like, oh, if this guy's going to be distracted by something as small as a bee, by something as small as me moving his hand off of my leg or whatever the shit test is, whatever, you know, then that's where the energy starts to separate. That's where the resonance, that's where the attraction, that's where the the love starts to break up a little bit because you basically set her free. You're no longer giving her your attention. You're now giving your worries the attention, your insecurities the attention. You've set her free and with that freedom, she doesn't feel your attraction. She doesn't feel your love. So that's an example of my story. Now I have a couple more and I know we're coming short. I mean, again, I try to get these under 30 minutes, but I do want to offer this again because we're talking about relationships, brothers. And because we're talking about relationships, again, I want to be vulnerable with you guys again. I want to tell you that there's so many, the reason why I do what I do is because I've lived a journey of relationships. My life has been relationships. That's what I, my entire life has been around. It's been around what am I relating to? Who am I and who is the other? That's pretty much it, right? That's the, always the question. I go, who is this person and who is the eye that is aware of this person? And that's kind of the two questions. So when it comes to relationships, I've had a lot of them, a, really a lot of them. And in some of those relationships, I've been imbalanced. In many of those relationships, I've been imbalanced. I've been imbalanced where I've overloved and I've been imbalanced where I've given too much freedom. I've had over freedom. It's just awareness, right? It's just attention. And that's so, so, so important for you guys to know because in the relationships where I was giving too much love, I was giving too much attention, it was like, It's almost like a neediness. It was like a desperateness. It was like, I'm giving you attention because I want your attention. Because I don't feel loved, so I'm going to give my love to you in the hopes that maybe your love will come back to me. And that was a needy place for me. That was a really needy place for me. Because for me in that place, it was like, I'm really just wanting to have attention put upon me. In order for me to do that, I need to give attention out, right? I need to give that love to receive that love. But here's the thing because I never felt it, because I never felt like it was enough, I never felt like I was loved enough, I would be giving more and more and more attention. I would be over-attentioning, right? I would basically be suffocating this poor woman who was in my life at the time. And it wasn't just a woman. It was several women that I overloved. I simply gave them so much attention because I didn't feel loved in my own life. And then there are other relationships where I did the opposite, where there was too much freedom, where they kept coming to me and telling me like why don't you talk to me? Why don't you reach out to me? Why don't you give me attention? Why don't you pay attention to me? And for me, it was, I just wasn't there. I wasn't there. I wasn't giving my attention. My attention was going to other places, right? I was putting attention on my business. Or I was putting attention on my friends. Or I was putting attention on my own routines, right? Of going to the gym or meditating, or I was just not giving attention. And those relationships, There was no balance there either. There was no love. There was not enough giving. So you see, brothers, it's about that balance. It's going to be about that balance. It's going to be about that balance in all relationships, whether it's a relationship with a person or a thing or even yourself. If you are, and I say self, not the capitalist self, but the smaller case says, if you're you're only giving attention to your body, then that can turn into vanity, right? That can turn into some kind of really self-obsessiveness where you're over-attending to this physical energy that is your form. To have that balance means to give yourself some freedom, not put some attention on your body, put some attention to other places. So it can happen everywhere and anywhere. It's all about allowing the energy to flow. Stay in the moment so that as you love this thing now, you love it, it has your attention, in the next moment you can set it free. Because the moment you become attached to it and you won't let it go, you won't allow your attention, your awareness to pass to the next thing in the next moment, whether that's a thought, a feeling, or a physical energy, then you get stuck in that thought, feeling, or physical energy that you're not allowing to flow. Your awareness and attention get stuck there. And you overlove it. And then you attract more of it. That's the attraction. And that's when we talk about mental energy, we talk about rumination. That's ruminating. It's getting stuck in your head. A lot of men, I know a lot of you do that. That's mental. That's masculine. Consciousness is masculine. You understand that, brothers? Consciousness is masculine. Nature, the physical form, that's feminine. That's why we say Mother Earth. Earth is the mother. It's feminine because it's physical form mental energy, consciousness, that's masculine when we talk about these energetic polarities. So of course, if you are a masculine male, you are going to be masculine in your energy. You're going to be very consciousness. You're going to be very conscious, like you're going to have a lot of mental energy. But if you get stuck there, if you get stuck in your head and you start to ruminate, it means that you're overloving that energy. You're not letting that energy be free. Let it free. Let it pass through you. Notice it and then let it go. Watch it and let it pass. And this is where we get into some things, some ideas that you guys can work with in your physical relationships as well as your mental and emotional relationships. Relationship with your story, relationship with your feelings and relationships with people and things because it's about quality versus quantity time. It's not about quantity time. It's never about quantity time. It's always about the quality of the time. And when I say time, I mean attention. I mean awareness. If you're just giving your awareness to something in high quantity, then you're probably out of balance. You're probably overloving something because it's of high quantity. Don't overdo it with high quantity. Give it high quality in that moment. If you're going to put your focus on something, if you're going to put your attention on something, if you're going to give that awareness to something, which is love, then love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Love it as if your life depended on it. Put your attention on that thing as if your life depended on it, because then you can experience it and let it free. You can experience its totality and then let it go. But if you're just doing it in terms of quantity, then you're probably just overdoing it. I'm just going to keep doing and doing and doing and doing. It's not about the doing, brother. It's about the quality of the being. It's about the quality of the attention. It's about being there present. And that's what it is. It's about being 100% present with whatever it is that you're aware of. If you're not present with your awareness, then whatever it is you're loving, you don't even know you're loving it. You're just not aware of what you're putting your awareness on. That's unconsciousness. That's where most people live, in an unawareness of what they're being aware of. Wow, that sounds so wild, right? They're not aware of what they're aware of. They're not aware of what they're loving. They're not aware of what they're attracting. They're not aware of what they're choosing. That's what it is. That's what unconsciousness is. The real trick, the real secret, the real power, the real move, the real journey, the real path, the real quest, the real practice of this spiritual life is about being aware of what you're aware of. It's about being conscious. It's about being present. Be here now. Where are you? Be here And when you're here, you will know what it is you're loving. You'll know what it is you're being attentive of, attentive to and aware of. That's how you do it, brother. Be aware. Balance, balance, balance. And remember, nothing is wrong with either. Nothing is wrong with loving. Nothing is wrong with freedom. They're a balance of energy. When you're aware of it, you're loving it. When you're free of it, you're letting it go. And that's what's important. That's always what's important. You've probably noticed this anecdotally in your own life without knowing that it was a matter of energetic magnetism, right? Push-pull, energetic love and freedom. The people in your life that you text, that you call, that you give your attention to, they're probably there. They're probably consistent. The people in your life that you don't, the people in your life that you, that you don't give that attention to, that connection to, they're probably slowly drifting further and further apart, right? Because that's freedom. Everything is energy, Human beings are energy. We see human beings walk, right? We see the bodies walk, and we think they're walking, they're moving, they're doing something. But they're just energy. (laughs) They're just drifting through this field, through this field of energy. This field of energy is like the Field of water that a fish swims in, and we are drifting through it. We're floating through it like an apparition. It seems like people are walking, but they're not walking, they're existing. We're all just existing. And when we exist in love, we connect, we attract, we come together. When we exist in freedom, we go apart, we drift away from each other. And they're both right. And they're both wrong. I should say neither is right or wrong. They're both right because they're both perfect. They're both a part of the human experience. It's just about what do we want to experience. We love what we experience because we're experiencing it. We're choosing it. We're attracting it. And we set free what we don't want to experience because we let our attention go. We no longer give it our attention. This matters. This matters because this is who you are. These two podcast episodes, take them, listen to them again, take them deeply into your soul, brother, because this is who you are. You are the observer. You are the witness. This is quantum physics. This is measurable, provable. This is science. I'm not giving you woo woo spirituality. This is science, okay? We are living in an energy field. You are the observer. What you choose to observe collapses into a particle it collapses into form. You are loving it and manifesting it. You're bringing it into being what you choose to set free. What you choose to not give your attention to becomes free. It's a wave function. It has pure potential, but it has no form because it's not manifested. It's not loved. It's just potential. When you observe it, it's form. When you don't observe it, it's potential. When you observe it, you're loving it. When you don't observe it, you're setting it free. That's the move. That's existence. That's what we're dealing with here. Everything is energy. When you pay attention to your mind, that's what you're collapsing. You're collapsing pure potential of thought energy into one particle, into something that will become, (laughs) into something that will become a form. That's your power. Do you see it? Do you understand how powerful you are? You're the observer. You're the witness. You get to experience the playground of existence. Enjoy it. Enjoy yourself. Love it. Love yourself. Love all of it. Love all of existence. Love all people, all things. Because it's there. It's there for you. Love it emotionally, right? But constantly be setting it free as it flows through you. Don't attach to anything. Love it in the moment and set it free as it passes. And that's what I have for you today, brothers. I know it's a big message. To find clarity on this message and how you can apply it in your life, enroll in the academy. It's there for you. It's available. It's created. It's there. It's set up. I'm waiting. We're all waiting. Join. Come to us and begin your spiritual journey. Begin to understand how this applies directly to you, how you can love everything and at the same time be free of it all. Allow it to just flow so that there's no suffering. There's no attachment. I love you, brothers. I'll see you next week. And until then, my friends, elevate your alpha. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. If you enjoy what you've heard and want even more, sign up for Unleash Your Alpha, your guide to shifting to the alpha mindset at thealphamalecoach.com slash unleash.